hearty fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and sisters who are gathered here by the will of the master to experience the group consciousness and in that group consciousness to elevate ourselves into the state of the soul it's again a great pleasure visiting the city of miami as i always say the land of mayans miami is the original name miami is the present name is shart distortion of the original name mayama stands for the true magic because in either way it spreads either this way or that way it sounds mayama mayama is magic magic is all about the creation from seeming nothingness apparent something comes into existence and again from this apparent something to seeming nothingness things move just as in the morning as we wake up we have the world as we slip into the sleep it's not there anymore only when there is an awakening with us we have a world around and as we are withdrawn into sleep meaning withdrawal of consciousness the world is not there so the whole creation is seen as the play of consciousness and that consciousness emerges from existence existence is seen as absolute god awareness is seen as his nature awareness details into a grand universe and again it withdraws itself into existence then the universe disappears it happens to us on a daily basis that every morning as there is a awakening the world does exist to us as we sleep into sleep it's not there and again we get back into awareness alternatingly we are with awareness and existence while we are in awareness there is different grades of awareness the awareness takes us the will the related knowledge and activity it further details itself into desire passion and then the pursuit of life or experience <coughs> so it's a game that keeps on happening and even who is able to stay in that state of pure awareness is able to witness the the intricacy of the play of creation 
if not he is last in trade for a while only to be recovered by time into its itself so this magic of creation is what man is enchanted with and he try to find the how of it the how of the creation and how are we to relate in this creation with each other and relate with other beings like animals plants how to relate to the elements how to relate to the planets the whole wisdom is nothing but relating the knowledge of relating is what is called wisdom which is represented by the greeks as p p stands for wisdom it is nothing but the relation of the center with the circumference with the surrounding so we keep gathering again and again to dwell in wisdom and to gain that ability to relate and gain the related joy and even the bliss of it i am extremely happy to be here once again in miami several times i am here and all those who are in my mind with regard to miami i am glad to see them all without exception without exception all those who are with me in my being who my look forward to meet in miami they are all here except one person i think his name is henry eh? henry <coughs> he was providing enough joy to us all others that i have in my memory i i saw you all and i am very happy about it there are brothers coming from various parts and sisters coming from various parts and it all shows our intent to relate to that which is unknown see what is known is not very interesting to the being the being is always interested in trying to know that which is yet to be known once it is known we leave it and move forward to know something more which is unknown so this pursuit of that which is unknown leads us into the unknown and in the process we are merged into it and experience the bliss of it and even experience also disappears when the integration happens with that which is the absolute which we call samadhi so therefore we come again and again and i am frequently pursued by our sister rosi to make sure that i don't stay at home rosi is the one who comes frequently to europe or to india along with the gentleman who is her man 
Alex, <laughs> and then they, she gently pursues. Once this, this group life in Miami is over, she will be quiet only for a year. Because she comes to India, she comes to Europe. From the second year onwards, she keeps on slowly making an appeal, when are you coming back to Miami? When are you coming back to Miami? So initially she finds some hadiths, especially from Kumari, and then she very sweetly overcomes. She has the the sun in Aries, which is, which has the power to pursue, and she has her ascendant in Virgo. She she does it very in a gentle manner, that even the Toughness get soaked and become soft, isn't it? If you keep on soaking a nut for about a year or two, slowly the nut becomes soft. So she has the ability to bring back me into Miami and I am amazed at her perseverance, capacities, all that is done in love. <coughs> if I am in Miami, the first thing that I have to acknowledge is our sister Carmen. It is Carmen, San Diego, Garcia. She is responsible for being in all these parts of Central America, like Venezuela, Miami, Mexico, Cuba, Santa Domingo, Puerto Rico. She is the one who really introduced me to all the groups that she has been training. And she is always part of my being because she is a great, a great worker in the hierarchy of the Masters of Wisdom. She has dedicated her life to the plan and to the work of the Masters. And she cares not about anything. She cares not about economics. She cares not about personal health. She cares not about family. She cares not anything when it comes to the work of the Master. So such is the example we have, and it's always a great joy to see Carmen whenever I am in these parts of the globe. She even comes to Europe when the impulsions are very strong. She is pulled to Europe to meet me, and all that she does, regardless health condition, and that is where... I see a great blessing that she is showered from time to time. And again, I must also express that most of you I know very well because you have been coming again and again and again and again and again and again. For two days I went to Tampa. On the way to Tampa, when I touched at Naples, at Naples, we stopped for a while. 
and i recollected those two group lives we had in rifles which were so very beautiful so the memories always remain and we keep meeting in this plane now and then but in other plane we should be able to meet in a very effortless manner for that we need to make our efforts to transform ourselves just like the stack of the rose slowly transformed itself to give a white rose isn't it before the rose emerged from the stack it was hidden in this stack it was hidden in this stack and then it buds up and slowly unfolds and becomes beautiful and we care not the thorns that this stack has but we are attracted to the beauty of the rose that emerged there from likewise on the path to wisdom there would be many thorny situations you are put to pain you are put to trouble because the trouble and the pain comes not from outside it comes from within from the with the one's own personality the personality is both a facility and a, as well it is an impediment it enables us to develop it into a lighthouse but it also causes enough impediments on our way to transform it into a lighthouse so nevertheless we have been pursuing together the light and transform the inner being while the outer anyway changes see 24 years ago in 95 when i came first time to miami we did not look the way we are looking now <coughs> the forms change isn't it slowly the forms will develop their own decadence through time but the personality the personality need not necessarily decay on the contrary it can tend towards more and more divinity and give out the beauty of the soul at the top of the personal so that's what is represented by the rose that within there is such a growth in the stack that it has flowered out in the rose then my observe a rose plant before the bud came it was within the stack and it slowly buds out and then gradually becomes so very beautiful all that beauty was contained in this stack all that beauty was very much contained in this stack meaning it is hidden in it so is the soul which is hidden in the personality of every being it shall have to be released from the personality so that it presides over the personality and gives the joy of a rose and not just being a, a thorny stack <coughs> isn't it these roses when you give me i should be careful enough to hold it otherwise i may pitch upon a thorn isn't it with so many roses being given 
you should make sure that you don't touch upon the charm of the personality but take to that part which is not charmy and relate to it that is how wisdom is to relate to the the virtues of every personality uh, unmindful of the other limitations of the personality if we are more associating with the virtues of personality every personality we tend to grow together and we tend to come proximate to each other but if we see the thorns related to the stack meaning <coughs> the dimensions which are not so very desirable when you pitch upon them you get into difficulties a lot can be said about the growth of the rose from out of the stack and a lot can also be said about this stack the stack itself and that is how we as humans develop our personality to release the soul from there from which we are essentially thereby release the state of prison the prison hood that the soul suffers from that to state where this personality is presided over by the soul once the soul presides over the personality it is like the rose we care more for the rose not for the stack anymore the predominantly we relate to the rose isn't we do not relate to the stack so predominantly as you grow as soul you relate to the soul only and the beauty of the soul is such that the rest of the personality gets into background relegated into background so what we as aspirant try to do is to build the personality into a personality of virtue a personality of light of love and of divine will by which the soul emerges and then transmits the needed energies all around and fulfill the surroundings while it is fulfilled itself so we are in the process of working and as i said first time when i came here it was 95 and we had the first meeting in the holiday inn which is also nearby the airport and we are now in sheraton <coughs> which is also near the airport so from near from a point which was very near to the airport we went here and there with so many group lives and even went up to naples and then we have again come back from last year near at the airport the nearest the airport is also symbolic you know an airport enables you to take off an airport enables you to take off an enable an airport enables you to land just so as we have all landed into the body and developed the personality to relate to the world 
in relation to the world when there is not adequate knowledge we fell into ignorance on account of it we are stuck having landed in miami we get stuck in miami <laughs> that's the magic isn't it so how to antidote this magic is aura aura si aura si that's why we get stuck and then we get release to to get stuck and to get release is the whole game so we as an account of lack of knowledge as to how to relate develop a prison house of our personality each man is each man builds a prison house to himself an account of ignorance that he suffers from and we antidote it with knowledge we try to bring in knowledge from those who have transformed their prison house into a light house those are the ones whom we set up on the altar those are the ones who worked out to their their personalities into great light houses that could transmit much light much love and much will into the surroundings so resorting to their teachings relating to their life and their work and their message we try to gradually come out of our limitations thereby coming out of the prison house that we build as our personal so this is the whole work which we attempt to do it and it happens not in one life in many lives it takes the pursuit of knowledge is seen can take place for about 777 incarnations that's how master jalpul says in his teachings when you are sincerely interested in knowledge it takes about 777 incarnations to be completely fully realized so therefore there is enough time to learn <laughs> and as much as you realize yourself as soul you are very proximate to that knowledge and thereafter your abilities indicate your growth your abilities to uplift the society in one way or other is the direct measure of the growth of the soul within the personality and the, the impact remains even after you leave just as you, as is the case with the masters of wisdom their impact on the planet is eternal there were thousands of years the works they did continue to impact meaning they have reached such a state of light and love that they continue to inspire so we have them as our role models and we move forward 
in building with knowledge the personality relating to each one of us in of us which is what is symbolically called building the Solomon's temple. We have the ideal of building the Solomon's temple. That ideal is building the a temple where the three suns shine forth. The three suns shine forth. Who are the three suns? The cosmic sun, the solar and the planetary sun. The sun we see is the planetary sun. He has his father as the solar center, which is called the solar sun. He has his father called the cosmic sun. So from the cosmic light, which is primordial light, there are three gradations of suns happening as cosmic, solar and planetary suns. Don't think that you have to go all that far beyond the sun. The cosmic sun is on the top of your head. The sun to our sun is in the forehead. And the sun relating to us is in our heart. So the heart center, the ajna center, and the sahasrara, when they are connected, you are connected to the, <coughs> the three suns. When the three suns are well connected in you, so much light is transmitted into your personality that you become a lighthouse. Wherever you go, the darkness is dispelled. Wherever you go with a torchlight, the darkness is dispelled. So such torchlights are there on the planet, and we follow them, and we also tend to be reaching that state of being. So that, that is what we are trying to work out while we are generally lost in our daily routine. <coughs> These meetings, when we get to such reunions and group lives, the soul gathers the needed strength and the energy to pull up itself and reorganize the personality. But the daily routine dampens the spirit. The daily routine, unless you carry the awareness of light within you, the daily routine, which is normally a, a mundane routine, it dampens the spirit. Therefore, we come back to recharge ourselves, energize ourselves, pick up some more tools, or pick up the forgotten tools to revert, to progress further. That's how we have been working. I am glad to present to you a book that has been recently released during the December call in Bangalore, which was taught in Miami only in 2007, September. I made a mention of it in the book also, that there was a topic upon the temple and the service that can be rendered by building the personality into a temple. How you can build all the seven lights in you and make your personality a lighthouse. And I thought I would uh, represent this book here because it is here that I 
the topic came about in 2007 in september when we all met in manresa manresa no <coughs> that's the time when this topic was there and then slowly it went to a, went into a kind of slumber but it was picked up by the by young men of a group in bangalore they have arranged for its transcription and presented it to me to make the needed edit corrections and editions and deletions consequently the book could come in in december call last year so since it all emerged from this beautiful city to me miami is always very enchanting from the beginning so i thought i would represent this to you all because you were all the listeners at the time so i the book is available for you to relate to it and i am only supposed to give an introductory talk this evening the introduction is introduction of reforming the personality for the soul to shine reforming the personality for the soul to shine what is needed is all within us the ingredients to transform into a lighthouse are all within us we have to eliminate certain things from our personality so that the salomon temple reveals by itself there is no such thing as building with the external material as far as the temple within is concerned by eliminating certain things from our personality the temple appears so those who work with archaeology you know they keep on eliminating the material from the surface on the surroundings and ultimately they find how oh, there is a pyramid here sal hidden and pyramids are rediscovered because they are already there covered by matter so our personalities are also covered by so much of undesirable aspects when these are all eliminated when we put ourselves to a rhythm a kind of regularity which is loud what is not needed then what remains is very beautiful it's like a sculptor who can see a beautiful form within a mass of stone and he eliminates he visualizes the form and whatever is not necessary in this stone he keeps on eliminating then the figure comes out of the stone which is otherwise a mass of stone so that's how the personality which is divine as i said a personality in which the cosmic solar and planetary suns can shine a personality in which all the seven planets can be at work is within us only thing is it is shrouded or crowded by many other things which we try to eliminate we eliminate certain unnecessary actions 
we eliminate certain unnecessary speeches we eliminate certain unnecessary thoughts <coughs> so as we eliminate the beauty of the being is realized because each one of us is made in the image and likeness of the original who we call god <coughs> god made man in his own image and likeness that's how the scripture says so the image is naturally originally very beautiful only thing is around the image so much unnecessary material gets gathered so elimination of that material enables the revelation of the beauty of the original being that is what we are all supposed to do in the name of all these practices so we get into the topic from tomorrow but the topic that is selected for this group life is the insider is it <coughs> who is the insider we are the insiders we are the insiders each one of us <coughs> as the soul as the atman we are the insiders and we have developed a personality and a form in which the insider has disappeared into which it's like it, there is an image of god around which a temple is built and the temple is submerged in matter so it's no more visible no more visible so we have to eliminate certain things to refine the the image and the temple so the insider is the one who we call the soul he has a form and a personality he has a form and he develops a personality to relate to the outer world but we seldom realize that we are the soul and that we have a personality and a body we seldom realize that we only identify ourselves with the body with our form isn't it we always see the body and identify more with the body than understanding that the body is but a vehicle which we have a d-shaped i would say which we have shaped in a manner on account of the kind of personality that we have so there is with the help of the body the indweller or the insider relates to the world in doing so on account of ignorance he develops a personality that personality completely cripples the insider so to reshape the personality is the major work the personality is reshaped the form is also reshaped according to the personality the form is according to the personality the form is today we think of setting the form in order isn't it? there are so many health therapies 
సో మెనీ ఎక్సర్సైజ్ థెరపీస్ ఆల్ థెరపీస్ బట్ స్టిల్ పీపుల్ కెన్ కెనాట్ కెనాట్ గెట్ ది డిజైర్డ్ ఫామ్ బికాస్ ది డిజైర్డ్ ఫామ్ ఈజ్ హ్యాపీస్ ఇన్ ది పర్సనాలిటీ వెన్ ది కాంటూస్ ఆఫ్ థాట్స్ వెన్ ది వెన్ ది ది హార్మోనీ ఆఫ్ థాట్స్ when they are entertained when the harmonious thoughts are entertained gradually harmonious thoughts bring in harmonious personality according to the ethers the formation of the etheric form the physical form happens we are only concerned more about the physical form the waistline <coughs> and then we want to be as beautiful as possible but to be beautiful within the thought plane is more important <coughs> that percolates into the emotional and physical plane as much as you are harmonious in the thought plane so much harmony percolates into vital plane and the physical plane just to be physically fit is not enough there are many who are very fit physically but not so very very fit in emotional and mental so the idea is from above downwards from soul to buddhi from buddhi to mind from mind to senses and from senses to body when the energies flow unimpeded then the reformation happens therefore the focus is to require to remember and if possible to function as soul but not function as a personality or not to function with the total identity with the form many people think that they are their body and we develop our personality and we are most identified with our personality the personality has a name it has a form it has a social status so all that is temporary and it keeps changing from time to time from time to time it keeps changing the essence the personality as we had in the during the time of our infancy later youth and then during the time of adult and then at the advanced age it keeps on changing through experience through time and through aging all this happens to it but the soul doesn't change the soul is eternal and is and is immutable the personality keeps evolving or involving depends the personality can be either evolving or it can be involving it can get into an involutionary process it can get into an evolutionary process depending upon the application of knowledge that we carry with us so as per the personality you keep on relating to the world and you are not even your personality for example i am not a teacher i am not a teacher when i conduct the function of a teacher i am a teacher but to feel that i am always teacher 
is gaining a wrong identity. I am the soul. I am working. I am working with the teaching. I am the soul, and you are working with listening, isn't it? So that's how. When you listen, you are a student. When I teach, I am a teacher. The moment we are out of this room, I am neither the teacher nor are you the student. Likewise, there is a time when we are called infants. We were called infants. Later, we are called youth. Then we are called adults. Now we are called aged persons like that. But these are all aspects of personality, but not of the soul. Soul does not suffer. It does not suffer all these modifications. It is eternally there. It picks up a form. It develops a personality, and even this personality can also be made a stable personality. A stable personality which is valid beyond one incarnation. Beyond one incarnation, likewise the masters of wisdom have built their personalities, which are eternally stable. useful carrying out great acts of service so there is a way to relate to the soul within us to the super soul within us and build the personality while we are in a in a eternal journey the soul is eternal which is an an offshoot of the super soul it can continue to build personalities incarnation after incarnation that is what we call evolution so building this personality has its own code of ethics code of conduct and in the meanwhile you may take to a form and then that form may dissolve after a cycle of time but you continue to be along with your personality entering into another form again that's why each shade as it as it is born it has its own traits its own trait city mother there can be four children from the same father but they have different traits different traits isn't where from the traits have come the father is common the mother is common but the children have different traits these traits are what they bring with them along with some common traits related to the father and the mother so every shows every child shows its own speciality nanapas is like our kobar nanapas is like our kobar If we have brothers and sisters, each one is different from the other. On, on, on what account? On account of the kind of personality that they have developed. As souls, yes, all are different. But the kind of personalities that they build that makes the difference. That makes the difference. So knowledge enables us to build the. Re- kind of personality where light love and will can be transmitted and benefit the surroundings so that is what knowledge offers 
So we as insiders have to know what for we have taken to this body and what are we to do with the help of this body and what is it that we are composed of that there is the divine in us that we are there as well and that we have a personality and our form is according to our personality this understanding is important therefore the soul has to work out its personality <coughs> just like a man trains the horse when the man trains the horse depending upon his ability to train the horse the horse is useful isn't it you can win races with the horse that depends how you tame the horse likewise taming the personality the personalities are of different kinds there can be they can be horses they can be bulls when we speak of fairies it is the horse when we speak of taurus it is the bull and the cow when we speak of cancer it is the crab isn't it when we speak of gemini we have a a double nature personality a double nature person when we speak of leo a leonine personality then we like that every sun sign has its uh, characteristics so we are a combination of all the 12 sun signs each one of us carry 12 sun signs with us and then seven planets functioning in it so that is the recipe relating to our personality which can be gauged with the help of astrology so we try to change this recipe in a manner that is it is in tune with the divine personality so that is what the soul has to work out with the help of knowledge so i wish to present to you the distinction that you should clearly hold in each one of us that we are not our body to start with we are not our body the body has a limited duration in that limited duration say it can be it can fairly be said to be say about 84 years for one incarnation if everything goes well thereafter is not very functional 84 is already quite a thing isn't it so in this 84 years how much that we can build is it is it we should know that we are not our body the first 10 years we just lose without knowing anything isn't it so slowly we have to thereafter every decade passes by you lose the opportunity of a built up person body then again you have to start again build as much as you can with the with the help of this body and those would continue with us for the next life as traits we are reborn with the traits and continue to build again further and then build further and build further that is called evolution 
So in that building up of the personality, if we are focused in a single pointed manner, the evolution happens in a much better manner. But if there are digressions, if there are deviations, the evolutions does not happen, we stay stagnant. Stay stagnant. The progress would not be there on the journey. So that's how with the help of the human form, we we as the insiders or the indwellers have to develop that kind of a personality which would work for you, like a flying horse, <coughs> like a flying eagle. These are the examples given, like a flying dragon. That's how you can build your personality. So the theme is the super soul, the soul, the personality and the form. The form changes every, surely within a century. The personality continues to be with you as traits, but then to again get a body and then work at your full potential as personality, you would be losing about 25 years of time. And then it all depends how much you recollect relating to the past. Because memory is another thing that fails us. And thereafter, on account of the strong traits that you have, they let you move forward, but there would be other traits which would not let you move forward. There are the desirable traits let you move forward. The undesirable traits cause the impediments. It is so simple. We think of a daily prayer, twice daily we think of the prayer. But how many of us are able to do twice daily the prayer? There are impediments. Isn't it? The Master says, read one page at least a day and ponder upon it. Do we do it? There are impediments in us. The Master also says, let your work be done with an attitude of service, but not with an attitude of remuneration and self-profiting and all that. Do we do that? We have impediments that doesn't let us do it. Don't let us do it. So there is a game of overcoming impediments, resorting to the strength and moving forward. That's the game we are into when we take up to this path of knowledge and we are into that kind of aspiration. It is the soul that that brings the personalities to such group lives to gain strength so that it can reorganize its personality. So in this dimension I shall, we shall speak for about, the, in the coming sessions, about the distinction of the soul from the body, and then what kind of a, a virtues that would enable us to build the personality, and which would enable us to overpower the limitations that we have. See, the ignorance has its traits, the knowledge has its traits, 
the ignorance initially has greater strength than the knowledge. Ignorance initially has greater strength than the knowledge. So therefore we have to take to stronger will to do it. Since we don't carry that kind of a strong will, we need to associate with people who have strong will and who are proceeding with these practices. That is where a groupal association is important. <coughs> that you associate with someone who is more regular than you in practice relating to meditation, study and service. If you associate with someone who is not regular with meditation, you would also be not regular. If you associate with a person who does not regularly study, you would also not be regular. So it's an association that matters. That's where the groups should be a source of strength to continue with meditation, to continue with study, to continue to develop that attitude to do with an attitude of service. See, anything that you do is, has its benefit for the other. Orient more to the benefit it has for others than its benefit to you when you do any work. It is a two-way. As much as your work benefits the others, you are benefited. Your orientation should be more to that which benefits others from what you do than how much we do get from out of it, how much more we will get, what promotions we will get. It's all self-oriented, which would not let you grow well. We'll come to these topics from tomorrow. I think uh, it is supposed to be half an hour, but it is already one hour. So we, <laughs> we conclude here and proceed. With these basics, we proceed tomorrow. Thank you. Namaskar.